0: Hey, how you doing everybody? As always, this is J.D. Lewis with Untamed Conversations. Today, I actually have a special guest. It's a good friend of mine and uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself and then we'll go from there.
1: So, Matt Ventura. I uh, live in Orange, Connecticut. Grew up in West Haven, Connecticut. Um, had the privilege of knowing J.D. now for a couple of years and I've uh, obviously gotten closer over the years since then.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. You said the privilege of knowing me. That's funny. Um, not everybody says that, but I'll take it. Um, you know, we actually met Matt through uh, my cousin and his wife, and then, you know, other mutual friends. So it kind of all all gelled together, and it was pretty cool. Um, we're both New York Giants fans, New York Yankees fans, and UConn fans, so we're kind of going to start it off right there, and let's start off with the Giants. I mean, okay. where do you see us? I mean, the draft's coming up. Um, what are your thoughts, it's Matt? It's a tough about?
1: time to be a Giants fan. Um, a lot of changes, right? Defensive <laughs> coordinator, you got Wink, who I loved, gone. Everyone's talking about well, you know there was is a, Stable, the right coach. To was do? There, there,
0: there, well, there was a big argument, I guess, with Wink and Dable, I guess Wink was trying to like, was it a mutiny? He was trying to get the coaches against Stable. You can't do that against the
1: head Not coach. Not the head coach. Um, again, and it like where they smoke the fire? Right? Wink got kind of cut out from Baltimore we yeah. are the same thing. You know, and and let's be honest, again. we haven't had a
0: good defense. Well, you know, I take that back. He was good, but since Steve Spagnola, and we Looking see what, what he's, he's doing done. right now. So it's
1: amazing that we let him go. The, but the Giants
0: yeah. seem to do that a lot.
1: You um, let Tom Coughlin go, and then Spags goes. So
0: You know, and I think that Dave Ball's the right coach. I think he's a good coach. Uh, we have, I'd like to see us sign Saquon. Um, I love like to
1: see a franchise running back. I think we put a lot of money to invest in a quarterback that we still don't know if he's the quarterback in the future. And that
0: and that's the problem. You have I believe what he's owed is it 40 million I think 40 this million coming year. year, right? So last um, year
1: Yeah. So, he didn't even play half the season,
0: right? Uh, it's, he tore his ACL, so he's not even going to start I think till probably the 4th or 5th game of the season. You have Tommy DeVito, which we don't even know if he's coming back yet. As of right now, he's on the team. Listen, did he bring a spark to the team? Did
1: he make everybody happy? Was it cool? It was funny? They played it for a while, right? Tyrod, Tyrod was solid. Tyrod was great too, but
0: unfortunately, he gets hurt every year. And it's not his fault. He's a
1: great player. He's a mobile quarterback. But ever since, uh,
0: I think it was when he was with the Chargers, when I think they remember when the medical staff actually punctured his lungs. He has never been the same since
1: then. Amazing. Um... He He played for the Bills really well like it was hard he's he, a backup yeah he's he a backup quarterback he, he got
0: tossed around um yeah, i mean you have saquon you can franchise tag him one more year but what does that Will do he want
1: it i mean I, again he he's he's taken a very hard stance Where last year it was i can't wait to be a giant for the rest of my life now it's been you know we'll uh we'll see where this goes we'll see where the office the, is the, bro- the problem
0: is you look at him and you look at christian mccaffrey He's looking for that $16.5, $17 million exactly like McCaffrey has. And the last year he said, no, that's not what he was looking for. But look at what McCaffrey's done and what Saquon's done. Completely opposite. Saquon, I get it. He gets hurt a lot. Yeah. I am a diehard Giant fan, but at the same time, I believe they said they offered him somewhere north of like 13 million, 13 and million, last so, year for 3 the
1: third highest behind Derrick Henry. $13.5 million a
0: year for three years. I mean... In the running back market today, that's something I would have taken. Uh, In a heartbeat. It looks like from all the draft experts that the Giants are going to take. Uh, I always, I don't know how, I always forget how to pronounce his name. Is uh, the the receiver from Washington State?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, I, again, how did the chips ball Do the Bears go QB at one when they already have a quarterback that they put high draft kind of value into? Adam
0: Justin Fields and Caleb, uh, Caleb Williams on the same team. Um, it's insane. like
1: RG3 and Cousins yeah, like, being what, drafted what, in the same year.
0: What are you doing there? And I mean, for us, I hope you go receiver one because one one lineman is not going to change everything. Um, yeah. Certain teams, I guess it does, but for us...
1: We've invested more than enough. I think we're line. finally
0: getting rid of all the dead caps based on everything from... Uh, what was his name uh, a couple years ago?
1: Galladay. No, well, getting Galladay. Galladay is but one no, of our,
0: our old GM that we got rid of. Who oh, was supposed man. to be like a a guru from the Panthers and he turned out to be nothing. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad. Yes, he ended up getting cancer. He's you know he, he got through it, but okay, so that probably that probably
1: fucks him yeah, up. Too. was not. Yes, the, like, there you go. And then, man for the job. It was it Ben McAdoo and then? Uh, Listen, I like McAdoo. McAdoo, give him credit. McAdoo, he when he wanted a to draft, situation. he wanted Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he did.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. Just think
1: of what. Difference there would have been. But again, when,
0: when's the last time in history, honestly, that the Giants have taken a mobile quarterback? I mean, you, obviously, Daniel Jones is mobile to say.
1: So is Patrick Mahomes a true mobile quarterback?
0: And that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you, they could have, I feel like they could have had... Daniel, Daniel Jones is more mobile than Patrick
1: Mahomes. Yeah. Daniel, <laughs> uh, he, it also
0: gets him hurt all the time. He can't see an open receiver, but 10 yards down the field, but I mean...
1: Listen, I I, I feel like every Giant is a... Dreamer, I think when we looked at this season, we said, "All right, got new offense. You know, Jones is our quarterback. Saquon's coming back. We're our defense played great.
0: I mean, our defense played great. Um, What's it? Michael McFadden came in. He was a backup. He came in to start at linebacker. I mean, he's he was playing great. Uh, You know, I mean, our defensive line played well.
1: Some of our corners stepped up. Trevor, uh, you know, Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. He's yeah. a beast. Uh, yeah. You lose you Leonard lost that you signed of, Dex. Yeah. Thank God. You got rid of Leonard Williams. Yeah. And what did he do in Seattle? Nothing. Exactly.
0: I mean he don't get me wrong, he you know, he clogged up the middle, but he wasn't really much of a I guess, a playmaker for us anymore. He was a good locker room presence, I guess.
1: Maybe. Um, but you don't pay twelve million dollars a year for locker room presence. I think you have to lock up Xavier McKinney. He's yeah. your He's your captain of the defense, right? Yep. Oh, Karakay was a monster linebacker. Just a great signing. I'll give. I'll give. Do you bring a Shane a, a pass on? Do you, do you bring Simmons record.
0: back, who we signed last year? I think what, halfway through the season.
1: I think he signed because of Wink. Which was so funny it's... because
0: we wanted him in the draft. I think the year before or two years before and we wanted him in the first round and. He at Clemson, he was supposed to be was this to be an amazing um, hybrid linebacker. I mean, he's or whatever.
1: fast. He's fast, but you have to know how to use him. Yeah. He, he would rather be a edge rusher because one, you get paid a lot more. Look at he's Max. he's creating Crawford. coverage. He, right. Right. Look he, what he's done with his career.
0: He Max Crosby. I mean, he got. I don't think he got drafted too high. If I'm not mistaken, it mm-hmm. wasn't. He wasn't too high. And he was supposed to be a decent player, and then he just
1: turned it on an animal. You're a game changer. Um. When you have a rusher like that. Yeah. He killed us. When he went to Vegas... Who hasn't killed us? True. Does it pay? Well, that's... Listen, that's... The Washington <laughs> commanders. Not the Redskins, I was going to
0: yeah, At the end of the... Listen, you can say Redskins. Every Everything, you know... There's nothing off the table on the Right. Um, you know, that's some Giants talk for everybody out there that is a Giants fan. I know it's hard to listen to that.
1: Here's just just uh, a... <laughs> I just want to be competitive and have a chance at the playoffs and beat the Cowboys.
0: It's... Again... We didn't make the playoffs, which is fine. The year prior to that we did. We weren't expecting to make the playoffs when we made it. At the end of the day we are still not the Cowboys and i we're, would take we're that. we're rebuilding,
1: And we're behind the Eagles uh, by a long shot too.
0: Yeah. So let's uh let's kinda shift a little bit to baseball. baseball. Let's um baseball let's talk is your about world these, more uh, than mine,
1: right?
0: Yeah, I mean it's the the Yankees are looking semi decent right now, you know, um Juan Soto was a pickup they had. The problem is he signed to a so one-year deal. Do
1: you have the cap? Do you have the money to pay for him? We haven't us. shown that we want exactly. to pay for people.
0: You know, you got, uh, we sold a deal for uh, Blake Snell out on the table. And I guess as of right now, supposedly, they altered or changed the deal, uh, $35 million plus, supposedly, for three years.
1: Listen, I like, I'm, I'm a Yankees fan. I have family in Baltimore, though, and I have to say I like the Orioles. I like Finally, have a competitive, competitive team. Yeah. They signed Burns. They got a ton of young, just talent. They're going to be the team to be, sadly, moving forward.
0: With that young squad, I mean, and that's what I think you have to do, like the Yankees of the 90s. You know, Jeter, uh, Posada, things you like grew,
1: that. You grew with them. I mean, that was the perfect story. You know, and,
0: and don't get me wrong, obviously, 09 was not a homegrown talent. You had A Rod, you had. Uh, you
1: injected a ton of. Yeah, Tashara. Big A
0: a um I mean, Matsui was just an animal.
1: Matsui was one of not him. many people that come over from Japan, succeed. Yeah. And he he wasn't like the most amazing guy. He was just. But he did great the job. He at everything. The, uh, um, and he was a playoff stud. He was. He always came through big. He was. Uh, Never got like jitters he, or anything no. like that.
0: I mean, he he took over. You know, New York, he never was scared, and that goes back to, you look at some of the old Yankees, C.C. Sabathia. it up, was never nervous in New York. Never. Um, let's see.
1: I, he I, won I, that spotlight, right? came up in Cleveland, he, he, he went to Milwaukee for one season and killed amazing, it, Amazing. and then he came to us, and he was your workhorse. He, and at he, the end of his career, he, he couldn't even hit 90, but yep. the dude just came in and battled.
0: Garrett Cole is what... Basically, C. bad was for us. He is the workhorse. He team. carries the team.
1: Listen, I like I like Stroman. I like Stroman coming on. And we have what, I know we've had this debate of if he's he's the two or the three. It looks if like he's the three, then the Yankees have a very good year. If he has to be the two, because Rendon is a five-point. Well, that's the problem. I know okay.
0: They're saying right now Rendon's having a good spring. I know it's early. Hey. Um, everybody has a good spring.
1: Everyone. Um, Here in Florida, it's 80 degrees.
0: Every year that Luke Voigt was on the team, he had a great spring. He was this, he was that. And again, I think Luke Voigt was mismanaged with the Yankees. Oh, yeah. um, just like, uh, you know, I hate to go back to it, but was it Clint Frazier? You know, he got the
1: concussion... He was one of their young studs, came up, dropped him down, came up, dropped him down, got hurt. Like, We did the same thing. I feel like Jabba was on the, the way to being a superstar. That bug being never... Threw him into the bullpen, and then he got the midges when we went to Cleveland. Ridiculous. I think Joe Charlie will never forgive himself for that either, I think so.
0: I think they should have kept Jabba in the bullpen for the way he threw and how hard he threw.
1: He was a great setup it's man. It's his attitude. Like, yes. He was that, that emotion that would come at, out. At one point, he
0: came in and you knew he was going to shut it down, and then Mariano Rivera was coming in next, and, and there was no chance.
1: Game was over seven innings, right?
0: You know, what if we had that? I mean, we had Chapman. throwing 102 miles an hour, but how many blown saves did Chapman have? I mean, he, he was...
1: Sometimes he couldn't hit the strike zone if he, if he painted himself right
0: you, you could throw hard but if you can't i mean it and it, it's whatever i mean he did some good part of his mental too like yeah he would he,
1: just get in his own head
0: he couldn't handle new york like i said there's a lot of people that play in new york that just can't handle it like you look at like an old school Derek cheater he handled it fine uh,
1: Heartbeat.
0: paul o'neill coming over from the reds he handled it you know tino martinez he handled it. that old school crew they knew what they were doing
1: um different john i feel like Again, did we have the same amount of social media? True. I mean, you mess up and you're destroyed. Like, Mike Bucena was probably the one that was on the borderline because he was like, he had a little bit of an attitude.
0: I like to know because you remember that game when, uh, I think it was, they were trying to take him out, and he said, absolutely not. Yeah. I believe Tori went out to take him out, He's and he said, in, nope. He pointed he was at him. He's like, the go
1: back down. Joe Tori was like, nope. And he finished the game. But, I mean, that's that, nowadays,
0: you can't do that anyways. I mean, Coaches kinda of rule everything. Um, no,
1: stats rule everything. And that's yeah Numbers rule everything. Computers, everything
0: like that. Oh well this guy is bad against him, this guy's bad against him.
1: Listen, when you invest three hundred, four hundred million dollars in a person, and they at Otani. That's that's just And amazing who knows how going with a with a
0: bad arm right now anyways. I mean listen, he's an amazing Take baseball a player. Investment. Probably one of the best baseball players to come around in the last twenty years. Go farther, like I mean, yeah, this is I, a, yeah, yeah. I would say this so. is a
1: top pitcher, top hitter.
0: And we'll see how it turns out. I mean, he's going to obviously DH this year, right? I mean, the Yankees are looking semi solid. You're going to have, I believe, probably what one Soto in in left, in left, and you're, you'll have Judge in center. Judge playing center. Um, right field is going to be. I mean, you have Stanton that could play the outfield, Stanton? but Stanton killed like, me. Give me a, um, give,
1: He's your DH, right? He's going to sit in your DH spot. Stanton's hit or miss.
0: I mean, there is, He's either going to drop a bomb or he's going to
1: strike out. So how did your fandom of Yankees start? I was uh, like to hear how... Obviously, we're in Yankee area. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean, like, my dad's a Red Sox fan, but it, honestly, I'm a Yankees guy, it right? It came from my
0: dad. My dad was a Yankees fan through and through, um was to kind of just put in my head as a kid you're gonna be a Yankees fan or you're gonna be a Giants fan um, I believe my dad's father when he came to football was a Raiders fan Wow so I don't know how That's the Giants cool. thing turned out um went to a couple games started playing baseball myself and that was it I just fell in love with the Yankees like you know everybody wants to wear those pinstripes um, even, if I, ever, so even if I ever made it playing baseball I, I couldn't play for the Yankees though because I would never shave my beard <laughs>
1: You're gonna you give me five love million dollars? It. Sorry, Even I can't a money. Yeah, he
0: was another decent pickup for us. We um,
1: we back in the day we had some amazing pickups. Even like a weird, you signed Cecil Fielder, <laughs> right? Yeah. I love the. I mean speaking of Sheffield, Sheffield. Yeah, Sheffield. I mean, Sheffield was, Sheffield. They all
0: played decent for us. Um, real quick, speaking of Cecil Fielder, how about Prince Fielder? His career was ended so short through the neck injury, right?
1: I mean he, he was he was looking to be what his dad was.
0: Funny start him and his dad ended with the same amount of home runs. Um yeah. That is, so that's crazy. It's it's insane actually. I believe it was don't quote me on this it was either 3 it was in the 300s but they ended with the same amount of home runs. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah man, he was he Well, was, shit we had
0: Randy Johnson, remember? We had Randy Johnson at one point on the Yankees. He's um,
1: he's one of the ones who couldn't handle New York. That was a that was a great example of those who came here and you're like He's going to be amazing. Listen, mm. he had his time, too. I like the beat, Roger Clemens. in the World Series. I like the Roger Clemens. Remember 20- that game
0: when they announced that Roger Clemens was coming? He's
1: in George Steinbrenner's box. And then he, Everyone.
0: Went, and then he went on the, uh, the PA and he said, oh, I'm back or I'm coming or something. Yeah. like. I remember when he threw the bat at Piazza, which wasn't even close, by the way.
1: He was all jacked up. I hope
0: you're listening to this because, you know, she's a diehard Mets fan. I'm a diehard yeah. Mets hater. Uh, yes, Pete Alonzo said someday he'd like to be a Yankee. <clears throat> um, it takes a lot to be a Yankee, I think, and I I, I think it when it comes down to it, it's, it takes a lot to be a Yankee. It takes a lot to be a Red Sox. There uh, used to and be. More, the Astros,
1: I think there so. was more weight to that back in the day. Like people who came to the Yankees understood the history that they had to like build up to. Yeah. Now it's just I come to the Yankees because they pay me the most money, right?
0: And that's not even yeah. happening anymore. The Yankees aren't even you know I mean yes the Yankees are one of the still top spending, but. The Dodgers, the, took, of the Dodgers took over right? the world. During, billions. They're in the billions
1: know. when it comes to payroll. Again, can the Yankees do that? They could if they wanted to. If the old man was still alive, he would have bought everybody. If the old but man was still alive, we'd, yeah, we wouldn't be in the spot we were he in. He
0: doesn't... His son, and he, I feel like he is a great owner, but I think Cashman needs to make like another big move. Cashman just seems to be able to keep his job every year no matter what, though.
1: I don't know. No matter what happened.
0: He must have something on the Steinbrenners. He must have something on his cell
1: phone. He's made some moves that have been very questionable. Like, even going into this year, I don't know how you had the catching trio that we utilized. Um, Trevino, Higishioka, and... I forgot well, who, we, who well, the third person is. Again, how is that your... You go from a Jorge Posada, who's yeah. your catcher forever. You, you had
0: Sanchez, which, yes, I get it. He was lazy at times. But why is Maybe that... He you pr- the
1: offensive output. You want he to went do. to the
0: Padres i believe i think he went. if he i'm about to say to the what padres. the brewers first then the padres i forget uh-huh. but he's he signed another contract i mean he's doing well
1: He's talented right
0: he is talented is he lazy a little bit yeah of course i mean listen anybody who's played baseball um they've, you know i'm sure they've walked their first base or this and that right how about what's his name from the angels did you hear the quote um anthony, the uh no uh what's it uh, um is it anthony redone or? yes yeah, the third baseman? Yeah, he yeah. goes, uh, they said, you know, is this your number one priority? He said, no. He goes, this is just something I do for work. My faith and my family come first, which I agree with that. Family is always number one. Number faith, one. That's fine. Yeah. I think it sounded bad, I guess, but right. at the end of the day, I mean, he's being real. He says, I like, do this as a job. I don't necessarily love it, but I do it as a job. I mean, I would love getting paid $265 million as well. In a heartbeat. He's also been hurt a lot the last couple of years, so I feel like unless he backs it up, I feel like he's gonna get a lot of backlash.
1: Biggest waste of talent, Mike Trout on the Angels. I. Because
0: he's what third? He's in his early thirties. Um, he needs. He's to... in his
1: second contract. He's he's had a they guy do with Otani here? sitting next to him. You had that much talent in your outfield and you couldn't even get to the playoffs
0: if they don't do anything this halfway through the year i say send them to a competitor or i mean a contender i'm sorry send them send imagine what you could
1: get for him look you at bryce from... harper
0: did bryce left the nationals and he is just and he is just an he was adopted
1: by philadelphia and he's a philadelphia attitude they love him they he's love a, him he's the perfect i think perfect. And i'm
0: not talking about being a diehard hard anti-fan Where oh, we need trout put trout on a team
1: where he can win a world series i think he deserves it Listen. I don't say that about a lot of players, but I think Trout. Bryce did. Harper wanted to be Yankees. All I have to say. That catcher dropped the ball in a heartbeat. I mean, we still need one more pickup. This, and like I said, the, the Blake Snell. You have
0: uh, you have a couple of guys that are still free agents. But are we going to make that move?
1: No. And I'd, listen, beginning of every year, we always get the list of all the talent we have yep. in the
0: in the farm system, and this and I, that. When, it
1: never never develops. Right? And I look at Tampa Bay and the amount of arms that have come through them that are now just, like, all over MLB. I right? love
0: seeing these young guys. I mean, me personally.
1: I want to see the alien. I um, want to see him. I want to see him like playing you know, uh, full year. Uh, he was here at the end of the season. Yeah. Can he start in right field this
0: I might get yelled at for this, but I want to see somebody sign Trevor Bauer. He was throwing 93
1: what,
0: what happened happened, but he was proven to be innocent. And again, who knows what that means when somebody, you know, that can mean a lot of things.
1: He's an interesting attitude. He did his time. He tore it up in Japan. Yeah. I mean, he was done dirty
0: by the Dodgers anyways. Um, they let him go immediately, which is actually insane to me. Um, he wasn't even proven guilty, and they said, say, go here. Um, he's still throwing mid 90s 95 96 he
1: just posted a video of him just throwing BP and he's in 93 94 he gets this is an MLB arm give him a chance i mean go go you know league minimum i think he can't do a big market he's going to get eaten alive in boston new york la but you go to minnesota he, but he, the dodgers
0: i mean he would, i just feel like he's got that personality he's uh he's got i feel like joe kelly's personality
1: wow like that, He's I just not a big Joe Kelly.
0: Fan. I just don't. I love Joe Kelly. Nah. I just, ah. He gives to the. I don't give a shit right attitude.
1: I, I... Um,
0: no, but that's listen. I mean, we we've talked about the Giants. We've talked about the Yankees. Both teams that are very depressing right now. Sadly, but I'm gonna throw it your way because I know you're. You know, I, you're more of a basketball fan than I am. Yeah. Um So, dude, how about from last year to now? How about UConn, man? The when they the way they let. Uh, their last game of the season last year which we all know what happened to now i mean like it I think Hurley's a ridiculous coach i mean I hey, think it's, hey, com- anyway.
1: it's it's funny because he's coming to his own he even the beginning of this, the years that he's with us people were questioning is he the man is he the right guy right he just needed his guys there the guys that are as passionate as he is right he's he's a firecracker I love watching him on the on the you know the court side of Yelling at the rest, but he's actually chilled out a little bit. I think that's actually helped him. And what got us through the tournament was the fact that he wasn't screaming at the players, he would come and talk to them, he wasn't getting technicals from the officials, which is killing like the game itself, game flow, all that stuff. Let him play.
0: Well, they, they, and that's funny you say that because I read an article on him that they said, Great coach, uh, lives fast, and that's a good thing and a bad thing where he's going to come through UConn knock on wood, win two, three, four national championships, and and move on because he is a... I would love to know where you go go from UConn.
1: Ray, what do you want? Duke, what do you want? Honestly, I would love to
0: see him pull like a Shashetsky. I always pronounce his name wrong, but where he stays Listen, Calhoun,
1: UConn has been in a great... We've had Gino Oriyama, who's a women's coach, forever. Couldn't even name the coach before Gino. We went (laughs) from Calhoun to Ali... Listen, Ali still won a national championship. I understand it wasn't his players, but he still won the national championship. And I actually just heard that he is the interim head coach of the Nets or something.
0: Yeah. Like and but you could also say that about real quick about um Steve Kerr with the Warriors, their first win. They they said it was uh Oh
1: my gosh. I don't even know who the coach was before Kerr. Uh, Steven Stephen
0: Jack- uh, Jackson. They it was um they said it was his not Steven Jackson, oh my god. But Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, yeah. yeah. They said it was his team. Which I think it was. It was his team, and Kerr won with them.
1: Well, now I can see, like, they're getting old. He can't... They're not winning anymore.
0: Well, look at look at it in the NBA. We're going to get back to UConn in a minute, but look at in, in the, the NBA. NBA. The, the Bucks decide to fire their coach, and they're in second place. They bring in Doc Rivers, and they've lost, what, uh, eight out of the last 12? I mean, like, what are you doing?
1: You're bringing in this old kind of mindset that doesn't work anymore. You're.
0: You, they've been through four coaches now in two years, and Gianni, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say...
1: I'm, Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry, that's that's more of a a player thing
0: going to management saying I don't... As much as players say they don't do that, I think it's bullshit. How do you get a coach fired that is, the team was in second place and now you're just dropping, dropping, dropping. And now you're still going to complain and say we can't figure it out. No shit.
1: Right, maybe also like play like a team player. Again, he he is one of the quintessential NBA, like, I exist for myself.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll pass you the ball every once in a while, but like...
0: Listen, I'm a. We're gonna talk about this in a minute because we both have some passion about this, but I want you to kind of finish with UConn.
1: Yes, um, great All right, so So great year this year. their the center that,
0: that I always pronounce it. Clean. Yes. See every name. I'm just. I know who they are. Names are just terrible with me.
1: Um, Clean is a beast. Phenomenal. Straight out of Connecticut, which I'd love to see talent stay in Connecticut. Seven two. You can't stop him. Yeah, you can as long as he doesn't foul well, out. So yes, he needs it. He's still young, yeah. and I I'm still under the thought of like. Unless he smashes it and he's a double-double every game for the end of the year and he kills it in, like, the tournament. If I'm him, I might come back. But I understand there's a ton of money. But now with the NIL, you're making there's like a time problems. right now, too. Like, Paige Beckers, yeah. guess what? She could have went to the NBA. She said, I'm coming back for senior year. She makes a million and a half a year of NIL money. She probably would make less as a salary in the WNBA. So, you know what? Which is also Ooh. another problem, and I think and
0: Caitlin Clark's going to stay as well. Um... That's a discussion for another time. That the WNBA, yes, obviously the revenue is not as big as the NBA, but I think they're severely underpaid. We could talk about that another time. But this is why a lot of people are going to stay in college. Like Caitlin Clark is. I don't paid.
1: understand how there's more money for the female college players than there are for female professionals. I think
0: it, again, I think it has to do with revenue and rights and, you know, TV ads and this and that. Sponsorships,
1: all that stuff goes straight to management. I don't know if it just doesn't flow downhill or if they're just not making it. You know what they should
0: do? I think they should add the WNBA to um, the NBA All-Star Weekend.
1: So they did. They had had Sabrina Curry, right? That was cool.
0: And I think they should do something like that again. I mean, I think it would be cool maybe get some get some notice for the WNBA. Like I said, I don't really watch it myself, so it's hard for me to, you know, really talk about it. But
1: We're in the, we're in the sector where female basketball, at least in Connecticut, is yeah. a big deal, right? We should watch you, it more. I mean, I, I would I, let, I, I watch every to UConn. As a UConn I mean, fan, I, I watch... I to you
0: know, watch a Connecticut Sun. I think we could do that. That'd be
1: cool. I mean, but... As fathers of daughters. Yes, absolutely. Right? I, I think yeah, it's I, nice when I go to a game. Yeah, We course. go to a women's game. Yeah. Why? Because I'm like... Check out these these chicks are killing it. Yeah, they're killing it. And guess what? happened the time, when the girls were good and yep. the guys were bad, mm-hmm. I was like, "That's how you play basketball." Yeah, not the way the guys do because they throw mm-hmm. the ball all over and they're flashy. Yeah. Yep. The girls, motion, know who to play, like, mm-hmm. play defense on how to move around. Chino's a just a great yep. coach, but they play fundamental basketball.
0: And obviously, like you said, I mean, like, I have a daughter too. Um, I think we need to you know, obviously you do it, i want to do it myself, more support that, you know, women's sports, so they can see, like, listen, oh, this is cool, like, Hannah is playing softball, and she loves it, and I love going to her games, and listen, sometimes it's hard to watch because she's learning still, and I, you know, as a parent of how I was taught sports, I'm just like, right. I bite my tongue, and I'm like, <laughs> you know what, she's got this.
1: Right, like, right, you gotta think of where they are and how far they'll come.
0: Yeah, I, uh, but how do you feel, kinda, let's wrap up with UConn, I mean, what do you think the outcome's going to be this year? Not as a fan, but as a real... I don't even know if I could
1: say it, because I would get in trouble if it didn't happen, but, like, this team Uh doesn't miss a beat. You know, one guy goes down, next guy steps Mm -hmm. up. You lose Klingon for, you know, he has four fouls. Samson Johnson comes in, he plays perfectly. Sometimes they're both out. Mm -hmm. Caravan comes in, and he's playing the five. And, like, this team just knows how to keep rolling with the punches. Newton doesn't have a good game. Castle doesn't have a good game. Cam Spencer drops 22 points. Cam Spencer is like my spirit animal. <laughs> I love this dude. Yeah. From Rutgers, and I hate Rutgers, but thank you very much, Rutgers, for Cam Spencer, because this dude is like, he's just, he just gets it.
0: Sometimes schools don't know what they have until the person I also feel
1: like when you played on a team mm-hmm. that you haven't been able to achieve anything, yeah. and you come here and you go, wow, like look around. Mm-hmm. I got 15,000 fans screaming. Yeah. Like he just, he just loves the energy I agree and he plays off of it I think it was it was this game against Marquette on Saturday right we're up by 20 mm-hmm. and there was a timeout, and the Marquette dude bumped him and then they were walking in and the Marquette dude bumped him again and he just started jawing at him and they started screaming at him and they started screaming at the fans I'm like listen you step on their throat when you're up by 20 like yeah. that was half of our problem was we were up by 20 yeah. and all of a sudden they would start creeping back in and mm-hmm. they're not happening anymore so I I think this team, they keep this mentality like they they just keep rolling. Repeat. All right. Yeah. Right. I would love to see it. Not I said it for you. Um, so
0: I kind of got something we're gonna talk about. You know, we've been talking about sports for a little bit, but this is something that's big to uh, big to Matt, and this is huge. So I really wanna I really wanna let him explain. We'll get into it. What I'll say is, uh, you know, Matt has opened up his own business, and uh, yes, I'm a bad friend. I haven't been there yet. Work is, you know, the days are hard. That's right. It'll get get nicer, and the doors Uh, will be
1: open, the patio will be open. But
0: I'm going to let Matt take it from here and kind of explain what what he's doing, what's going on, and really how hard he had to work to get this business open.
1: Thanks, man. Um, So this has been a long time coming. Um, This is a baby child of myself. Uh, my other partner, Zach Ancetisome, that I went to UConn with, and our GM, Connor Rasmussen. Sack went to California, and I want to say it was 2017. And just traveling for work, you know, went, went to go grab lunch. Yep. I went to this kind of bar, restaurant, walks in, and he just sees a wall of taps. And he's like... That'd be fun. I don't know why, but his first thought was to call Matt. I need to call Matt. I need to show him this. Nice. Okay. And this was in the time of like FaceTime was kind of brand new mm-hmm. and I'm like, why is he FaceTiming me <laughs> on a random Wednesday afternoon when yeah. I'm at work? Yeah. I pick it up he's like, Matt, I'm pouring my own beers. I'm like, does that mean I need to like pick you up from, you know, the police department? Because <laughs> like you're behind the bar pouring yeah. beers? Like, you yeah. know you're not supposed to do yeah, that. He's absolutely. like, yeah. He's like, there's a wall and there's taps and I could pick what I want to drink. I'm like, Tell me more. So he told me more. Um, he was there for five days. He legit went there every day. He <laughs> talked to the GM. He talked to the owner. He talked to the people who work there. Yeah. He's like, man, we need to bring this back to like Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And this was like 2017, when all the breweries were like really starting to gain mm-hmm. traction. Beers in Connecticut were huge and IPAs and all that stuff. So, cool. Let's leverage. Let's let's do what we can do. Yeah. Come back. You know, he starts. You know, just brainstorming. All right. Yep. Where? When? What do we want to do? Well, hold on. Let's pump the brakes a little bit, because Connecticut is weird when it comes to like liquor laws. Mm-hmm. Let's just check and make sure we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Let's let's take our legal brain out, or let's just Google mm-hmm. it, like everyone says. So Google it, and lo and behold, you can't. Absolutely. It's not. illegal. Mm-hmm. A patron can't pour their own beverage, which means a customer can't walk in and use this walk, even mm-hmm. if it is so. Holy smokes, what the heck? What are, what are you supposed to do? We actually did some research. I almost forgot about this part. Okay. Is that in 2017, we kind of did some Connecticut research. Mm. There's a guy in Danbury that actually had, was working with the state rep there, who was David Arcanti to create a law, kind of what we did. Yeah. Yeah. But before we did it. So they had kind of started it already. Okay. It had zero traction. You know, he didn't really do much outside of just, you know, going and giving a speech to the, yep. the committee. Yep. But we connected with the guy in Danbury. He showed us his building. He mm. showed us, you know, what his idea was. Like, this is amazing. Like, let's... Mm. The next session, right, you know, session goes from a certain date to a certain date. So the session was over. We're like, let's build steam. some momentum. Mm. So next year during session, we have the bill written. We could go up there. We could just, you know... Bobby, get people to kind of yeah, talk yeah, about the system. He kind of just, you know, businesses, sometimes they don't work, and mm-hmm. he'd been working on it for years. Yeah. He just kind of got out of money, right? So, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's we're like, all right,
1: fine. <clears throat> we're going to take the torch. We're going to keep walking. So, mm-hmm. it was kind of nice that rep, David Arcanti was like, listen, I'm so cool for this. If you yeah. guys want to keep going. He said, yeah, hell yeah. Like, let's, let's go. Yeah. Um, we actually got the senator from Milford, um... You know, he was able to, to kind of help push it along, too. Okay, yep. Um, you know, that was the first year that we had actively done it. Um, you know, James Rory, like I said, was, was super cool. Really got to know us, what our idea was. Arcanti again, same deal. Mm-hmm. Really wanted to know and, and push for us. Yep. We went up to Hartford a couple of times. Um, but it just, you can't really gain traction. Mm. unless you have a lobbyist on your side, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. we did it. We pushed it. People heard about our, you know, our law. But unless it gets to the floor to get voted on, mm. yeah. it was nothing, right? You, you did all that effort, for nothing. nothing. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, that was year two. So we already spent two years. Damn it. Like, so I'm a waste at, of time at this point. Now you're at so now 2019 would be year three of kind of session that we got into. And it. then COVID hits. <laughs> kind of. so, so that was the big year that we pushed. Yeah. So 2019 was like, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. We got a lobbyist. We yep. got actually a marketing guy. Awesome. So they were actively meeting with senators mm-hmm. and reps yeah, on yeah. our behalf, setting up meetings for us okay. to talk to other reps and stuff, figuring out who the opposition of the bill was and yeah. how we could talk to them and like change their mind, mm-hmm. right? What's the whole deal? the biggest like, hiccup for most people is, all right, so you're trying to get rid of bartenders. I'm like, well, you no. I'm not actually not. going to employ more people yeah. that are going to be at the wall and interacting with people and cleaning. I still have a bar. I still have a bartender. So I didn't get rid of that. If my whole goal was to make less people, why to have a bar? No, that, it, it, it wasn't. I want to have the ability for someone to come to yeah. my tap room yeah. and try 69 different beers, wines, seltzers, ciders, but I also want you to Mm -hmm. pick some brewery and say, I have no clue what the heck Nod Hill is, Mm -hmm. or I've never been to Tribes before, I'm down in Stanford, right? So I've never come to Milford. I literally had someone who came to us and did that, right? Came to us, Mm -hmm. said, these fuzzy baby ducks are amazing. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know how you've never heard of fuzzy baby ducks, first of all, but second, Cool. Yeah. He's like, where? where's Defco? Where's like mm-hmm. New England burn Company? I'm like, it's, it's in Woodbridge, Connecticut. Yeah. He's like, Uh-oh. where is that? I'm like, it's New Haven, <laughs> right? Listen, I live yeah. in Orange, Woodbridge, yeah. New Haven. He's like, what is it, 45 minutes? Like, yeah. He's like, I'm going there next weekend. Nice. Like, that's our goal is to be a Connecticut room. I yep. want to create crossroads of someone in Stanford mm-hmm. that goes Shit, I'm going to drive to Hartford to try this. I'm going to drive to freaking Niantic to try this. Like, yeah, yeah. There's absolutely. breweries everywhere, and there's talent all over the place.
0: Yeah, because I know it's very saturated Um not what you're doing. No, but so... breweries in general.
1: Um, so, again, we, we did it all. COVID hit. Yeah. Didn't get passed because they didn't vote. Yeah. <laughs> but we had gained enough momentum mm-hmm. for it actually to be there that next year. Yes. We went up to Harvard. We all gave our, you know, public speeches. Mm-hmm. We have the same people pushing for it in Hartford. And they, you know, last, listen, this is the craziest part of laws, right? It's been all this time debating, blah, 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 blah. They have until midnight on a certain date to pass these laws. Yeah. And basically what happens at the end, they're playing like chess. And they're Mm -hmm. like, if you put this law in there, I'll put your law in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like, legit what happens is they will omnibus a bunch of these, which Mm -hmm. means they literally just bring up, 30, 40 different ones, and they yeah. count them all off. Yep. Yeah. And you have to vote on them, yeah or nay, in mm-hmm. like one vote. Yeah. So basically, you know that it's going to get passed. Mm-hmm. So we, me, it's funny, SAC was in Costa Rica. hmm Connor and me were here, and it was, it's at 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. And we're watching, like, mm-hmm. closed captioned yeah. corporate TV. Yeah, yeah, And we're like, say our bill. Say yeah. our bill name. Say our bill name. And mm-hmm. they say it. And like, okay, well, they said it. Now they have to vote on it. And they voted yes. Biggest relief ever. I'm sure. Ever. That's awesome. Saxon Costa Rica FaceTimed us. He's like screaming in the middle of God knows where. I'm like, did you Mm -hmm. get shot or something like that? (laughs) Just be quiet. He's like, years and years of this. I'm like, all right, now we have years and years of trying to create a business. So that was 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, It took us... Two years to find the location. Yeah, yeah, of course. Another year to build the location. Um, we're at 30 Spring Street in Stanford, which is right off of Bedford Street. It was an old creperia. Uh, it was called Volta. It was a uh-huh. one-floor, 2200 square foot, you know, with a not even a kitchen, I would call it, Just yeah. like a, a back room. So we created a whole brand new kitchen. Um, the whole upstairs was nothing. Empty. Like, literally to the studs. Saw wood, we're like, that's the spot, yeah. That's gonna be where, like, it's gonna that's our feel, yeah. Open, high ceilings, people chilling, couches, drinking beer, playing games, just chill. Like, we're, again, there's enough bars where you could wait mm-hmm. 10 deep in line to get, you know, just a beer, yeah. Of course. Shop, no, yeah. you can pour yourself, you don't but, have to unless nah. someone's pouring what you want, you have to wait a little bit, but outside of that. Simple. For,
0: for everybody listening in, I know you said it's 30 Spring Street, correct? Uh, Stanford, Connecticut, and the name is?
1: It is Hop and Vine Taproom. Room. has a drink from my fake Stanley that has a Hop. Oh. Hop and Vine Taproom sticker so on it. See, you need a YouTube And
0: Everybody out there listening, again, it's Hoppin' Vine Taproom, 30 Spring Street in Stanford. Um, again, I haven't been there yet, but great reviews. i got a lot of friends that have been there. Um, we're actually looking, I believe we're going to be there in a few weeks and definitely stop down support matt and his friends and his uh business partners you know i think it's uh i think it's a good place to go i mean i believe there is a place in milford as well but it's a different vibe correct it is.
1: so it's funny because there, like i said there's two or three that, yeah. are, that have yeah. already opened before us right we passed the law but obviously it took us a long time to get open yeah there's one in avon okay. um Oof, that's, a, that's, a hike. that's a hike right <laughs> and they, but the you know the person in milford cool like I, yeah. I want to see these places succeed i want people from avon to yep. be like this Support stuff is cool yeah i want people in milford to say the same thing because mm-hmm. i want people in stanford to say the same thing so yep. if people in stanford and milford they're going to try them out well, I people definitely... from milford go to stanford they try me out right and,
0: that, and that's the cool thing where everybody can support each other i mean listen at the end of the day mo- m- more than not people in stanford are going to come to your place as opposed to driving all the way to Milford to say, hey, let me try to Milford. Okay. Um, again, obviously, you guys are different places.
1: Um, it's it, a different world. I mean, yeah. he's attached to the mall. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a pizza place. It's it a different vibe,
0: too, being attached to the mall. Um, it is.
1: But again, I, I went in. I, I'd love to just introduce myself. And yeah. you know, he actually owns a couple places. I think he has a sushi place in like Fairfield. Okay. So he's, he's a restaurateur, right? And yeah. I'm like, what, what made you kind of think you're yeah. doing this? He's like, I saw the system. I thought mm. it was cool. Um, you know, I, I always wanted to do something different outside of, like, yeah. Japanese fusion sushi. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he's like, why not? Let's do a pizza place. Pizza, pizza and beer. Yeah. Like, yeah, they did a very good job. I mean, I think the malls, again, it's a tough that, that is a environment tough to thrive on, right? There are a, lot of,
0: a lot of places there. I've had their pizza. Um, it was good. Obviously, we, so we actually had it delivered. I think it was DoorDash we did. But, so, it was good, which makes me think
1: being there was... 8,000 Pizza, I'm pretty sure the name is. Um, um, Putting a yeah, different feel, different vibe. Yeah, like well, you said. of course. I mean, in Stanford, I would say 50, 60, 70% of the people are walking from an apartment, uh, another restaurant, yeah. another bar.
0: After work, happy hour. Yeah,
1: I mean, it again... A, question for you matt now i know you said you're not replacing bartenders obviously
0: hmm. do you guys do mixed drinks there as well or is it beer so we do right so okay. i, I have my
1: beer wall yeah um again 69 taps which is a combo of that's awesome A beer wines prosecco's on there um we have kombuchas and non-alcoholic yeah so like, yep. you know again not everyone wants to come and drink yeah. but you could try a non-alcoholic we have just their own little bar too. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It's not a full bar. I don't have seventeen different types of vodka or twenty different types of tequila. Yeah, but bourbon. have bourbon, man. There you go. Bourbon, whiskey. Again, not everyone wants to pour their own beverage too. Like some people want to go to a bar and get a mixed drink.
0: And a way that works is, like I said, I haven't been there yet, but I'd love to uh, kind of to explain to everybody again. Uh, Thirty Spring Street, Sanford, Connecticut. Hop and Vine Tap Room. Um, how does it work? That you get charged by the poor, charged by the ounce, or how, how does that work? Right,
1: I like it, so now I get to explain how it works, right? So you walk through the door, um, I greet you with a kind hello, <laughs> right? You always gotta start with a smiley face. He's not face. kidding, I've
0: been greeted by his hellos. Yeah, right, they're
1: nice. Um, most of the time it's actually someone who looks better than I do. Uh, but again, <laughs> <laughs> you give me an ID yeah. and a credit card, yeah. um, obviously I need to make sure you're 21. Yeah. Uh, but what happens is your credit card gets linked to an RFID card that yeah. I give you. Okay. That card then allows you to pour whatever you want from the wall. Everything is done by the ounce, yeah. right? So you could pour one, two ounces, or you could pour a full yeah. beer. Right? <laughs> that fuzzy baby dude was yeah. like, I don't want anything else, I just want fuzzy baby ducks. I'm like, Yeah. You know there's a bunch of other stuff. He's like, No, no this want. is what I want. Right. Okay. Sometimes when you know what you want, you get it. Um, same with the wine. Uh, it's a little bit different. We don't do the wine by an ounce. We actually do by like servings, which is kind of cool, because you want to pour like one ounce of wine, right? So we do two and a half. We do five, um, and it's
0: people tend <laughs> yeah. to like it, right? So yeah. it's, it's a half. It's yeah. a half
1: glass. It's a taste. Um uh, it's cool. I just because uh, I I could
0: see myself going in there and being like, oh yeah, you know, it's and that's a smart thing to do because obviously, you I'm I'm hoping you don't have people like this, but they go in there and then they try to you know, drink and leave or things like that, which, you know, people do at bars. So
1: it's, it's fine, actually. Anyone who walks through my door and you get your card attached to a credit yeah. card, even if you leave leaving my card, yeah. I'm going to close you out at the end of the day. Exactly. Right? So actually, we we kind of don't want you to come back to me and close you out, right? I don't yeah. want you to come back to my person that's staying in the front. We have boxes, you know, mm-hmm. that you put the card in yeah, and yeah. it'll drop, right? You get 18%, 20%, 22%, yeah, right? Absolutely. So... You could just leave. Like that, that's the cool part about us. You don't need to retouch anyone as you walk out. Just yep. walk out. If you walk out with the card, we're gonna, you know, at the end of the day, you see your tab. Yeah. We close it, and we're done. Right. So that's that's cool. That's very very
0: cool actually. Um. You know, we're kind of coming to a close here. You know, this has actually been one of my longer uh, podcasts, which is great. Thanks, man. I wanted it's to easy
1: make... to talk. Well, well oh, I wanted to make
0: sure that we got that in there because this is something that I think everybody should check out. Um, another question to you, which I've heard from people kind of like, you know, roaming the internet and things like this. How do you tip in a place like this?
1: So like, that's a funny question because I think when we were initially trying to do even just our, our business numbers, right? Yeah. Do we think we're going to get... 20% tips from people when mm-hmm. you're pouring your own beer, you're ordering, right, you're, you're ordering your own food from a QR code. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're getting more than that. You're getting kind of the experience. Yes, but, absolutely. you know, if you kind of walk around, and even when I'm there, my people are all over the place, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you know, they're you finish a glass, and about two seconds later, you turn around, and it's gone. Yeah, care. Like, yeah. They're there to, to provide the experience. Absolutely. And two, it's, I think the cool part is, we get a lot of people who just kind of, they don't know what they want. Yeah. So I, I like the interaction with, of a customer who's, like, staring at the wall, like, there's a lot to pick from. Yeah. You're like, all right, so either myself yeah. or one of my people are going to talk to you and be like, mm. what are you looking for? What do you want? Right? That's that's more the interaction. Cool. Not the general, I'm going to come, I'm going to take your order. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're also running their food to you, right? So yeah, they're no going to bring your food to you, you are going to clean your table. But again, it was it was our own question, like, yeah. I don't know. Like maybe people are gonna do ten, fifteen percent. Yeah. Um, you know.
0: Well, because well, then you have to then you have to take into account too. Do you pay a higher salary, salary or hourly wage? Great. Because you're not sure if they're. That gonna was get our it. tipping point,
1: right? Because yeah. realistically, within rest, you know, restaurants themselves, there's a, a tip wage, right? Yeah. I was gonna say. That is because you know you're right. going to get a lot in tips yes. and yep. you pass it along to the waiters, and they make a lot of money. Yeah. It's nice. Like yeah. that's basically. I think it's the environment. People like it. Mm-hmm. Most people are in that 20 percent range and again, as long as we're in that spot, like yeah. as a business, yeah. I need that one for my you know, my employees. I yeah. wanna make sure they make a great wage. Absolutely. But two, it shows me that they respect the work that my employees are giving. Yeah. They, they like the environment. Um, you know, I think a couple of just the comments are just like no, can we can we figure out an easier way to do QR codes? I'm like, yeah, at this yeah. point in life, most people know how to do QR codes.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, that COVID actually obviously changed all that where everything is kind of touchless and this and that. Now. Right. But, you know, listen, Matt, this has been great. Like I said, you know, talking about sports, talking about what we love and really talking about that business that you just started. Um, I'm glad I was able to get you on here. And again, everybody, as always, this is Jay Lewis with Untamed Conversations and Again, this is my buddy, Matt, um, 30 Spring Street. It's a uh, hop and vine tap room in Stanford, Connecticut. Absolutely go take a look and uh, try some beers, have some wine, grab some food, and you know, have a good time. Everybody have a good night.
1: Thanks, man, it's been a pleasure.